even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Something got the fucking son of man. Bloody hell, man. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, freshly squeezed De Jesus. I like that. See, you kept it current, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change mine and keep mine current. Okay. And I am the American Nightmare, John Turner. Very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and you are listening to episode 35, contact information as... 36. 36? This stain. This is no, 35, stain. you're right. I'm sorry. All right. Thanks, thanks for interrupting. I am apologize so, I, I said I apologize. <laughs> we don't do sorry lists on our show, but no, I apologize to you. Uh, contact me. <laughs> oh, good plug. Good plug. <laughs> You're on brand. Look at you. Uh, contact information, as always, you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Ask a, a question, be part of the show, whatever you want. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you use and just search The Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks and we'll be the ones that show up. Also, search for us on YouTube and catch our YouTube. Uh, we'll be posting episodes and maybe some other specials up there as well, but our episodes will definitely be up there weekly. Um, subscribe to us also on our Twitters, at Smarky Geeks, at Frankie DeJesus. At the John Turiano. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group. Uh, it's my favorite place to be online right now. Also, subscribe to us on Instagram. Uh the at the smarky geeks and also you can support us by shopping at our store nice plug nice uh the website has been fully updated right now i mean there's more to do but you can go to the website we have a tab called the merch table just splurge on merch you want a t-shirt get yourself a t-shirt we got bullet club style t-shirts we got lost in gabanada style t-shirts we got regular style our own style t-shirts we got masks we could buy a mask from there. If you need masks, so you can do your social distancing type of thing, do it. Also, keep in mind, if you buy a mask, T Public will donate a medical grade mask to Direct Relief. Um, so keep in mind, if you buy a mask, you're also helping out. And uh, if you buy the Isolation Mania T-shirt, we will donate all the proceeds we receive to um, the uh, suicide uh, prevention charity. Uh, on with the show. Uh, yeah. Let's do away with the banter again, like last week, <laughs> because we ain't got time for that. No. Um, let's get back to the shadow away. Yes, please. Let, let's start off with a high, somewhat high note. Okay. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't a bad, because we watched it. Yeah, it's true. You know what? Yeah. It wasn't a bad show. No, it wasn't. There we was... watched most of it while we were recording this show. Yeah. It wasn't horrible. It was it wasn't great either. I had a couple of cringy moments. It to, to me overall the show was garbage. It was garbage. It uh, was one of their worst shows. I want to go that far. But there were silver linings in this show. Um, I, I'm not gonna go as far as garbage because garbage to me says there was no redeeming qualities to it. There were several redeeming qualities that made the show worth watching. 
Well, let's let's shotgun it. All right, so we skipped the pre-show. Yeah. Um, Apollo Crews defeated Andrade to keep the United States Championship. Yeah, surprising. Yeah. Considering the whole Paul Heyman thing. Um, the opening match: Bailey and Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Iconics to retain the Women's Tag Team Championship. Quick it was, match. Wasn't it was horrible. fun. No, it, wasn't it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. Not horrible at all. Two and three quarters. It. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I give it a full three. It wasn't it? Uh, wasn't bad. I wouldn't give it three, but it, it it was it was they did a lot of work those ladies, um, but yeah, what's next? Sheamus defeated Jeff Hardy. Sheamus, that was actually pretty good. You know what I'm saying, you know, you you're right, you're right. There was a lot to appreciate because this was really good too. They both really worked hard. It, it's um, just weird that's 2020 and we're getting Sheamus Jeff Hardy on a pay per view. Like yeah. a lot of these matches. Like, we're getting these guys on a pay-per-view in 2020. Yeah. You know, we saw it a couple of times. Yeah. All right, um, Oscar defeated Nia Jax. It was a do- actually, double count out. Yeah. I didn't like this at all, really. They obviously have something planned for Nia Jax. They want her to be this big monster or whatever, um, unfortunately. And they got to do it making Oscar look like a geek. So, I didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree. All right, Braun Strowman defeated The Miz and John Morrison to retain the Universal Championship. This was, I don't know, this was stupid. <laughs> I All right, like before we get to the last two matches, let's talk about what else happened at this show. Well, there's more than the last two. No, I know that. The last two matches, plus we both have a tag title match with the okay. Viking Raiders and but there's Street also Profits. The championship match. We got two more matches. I want to talk about this. Oh, okay. one. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Don't you? Sorry, 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 sorry. You got it, you got it. It, it was a cinematic something. It started with them fighting it out all over wherever they were, performance center. It was garbage. Yeah, and then they started using weapons and bowling balls. And like at one point, they both they all stopped. Like, you know why? Goes let's all put the weapons down. Hmm. Let's just take take a break, and then they started fighting again. And then ninjas appeared. Yeah, I don't. This is garbage. This, I, I, this is ninjas, garbage. I, I don't get it. I don't know. This is straight up garbage. And then the characters like they typecasted them, stereotype casted them yeah. so bad. As yeah. a lead ninja, which apparently he's still doing on Raw. Yeah, they redid it. I watched Raw. And they, they brought and back took, the whole took the fucking bullet on that yeah. female language. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I didn't. Oh, and it doesn't even end. It doesn't end. There was no match. This no. is not a match. No, it wasn't. This is a joke. I was pissed off the whole time. You heard me. I was just like, what the but fuck? But it's funny. We were watching it because it, like it was like a car wreck. Yeah, because you were I wanted see, like, to see what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back to the card. Garbage. Um, Drew McIntyre defeated Bobby Lashley to retain the WWE Championship. Uh, it was weird because I had X... Ex- Expected this to be kind of good when we re- previewed it, right? And I thought they had a chance, and even though it turned out to be actually a really good match, I was still surprised that it turned out to be as good as it was until the the funny finish, right? Which I didn't like at all. Um, uh, I I felt like it should have went to Bobby, um, and the way they 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 had to do it with this whole storyline with Lana. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, it, it, yeah. It's a shooter. Um, 
Yeah, this is the whole story. It's just it was just dumb to me. Like the way they ended it, I I knock it down to a three. Uh, but I, I was enjoying a lot of it. I love the way they opened it up with Bobby Lashley just go right into his finisher. Right. Um, the the full Nelson finisher, which they through for weeks on Raw have building up, building up like crazy to be like this unstoppable finisher. You know, so I thought that was a really good way to open this up, like boom, right into it. And we almost thought we almost thought it was gonna be a squash. Like, oh shit, this is how it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, I wish they did that, but regardless. Um, Three snarks because how much effort they put in it was actually turn, turning out to be a really good match, but that funny finish just knocked down. I'll go with you on that. And the main event was the greatest wrestling match ever. It was um, Randy Orton over Edge. Yeah. The match went almost forty-five minutes, and it went. It was they they used weird camera angles, not a lot. They really only once used a weird camera angles when they were when the match started. And they locked up underneath. And they right. locked up, and the camera was somehow underneath. Um, but uh, not a bad match. It I, wasn't. He, here's my problem with it. Originally, when we were going to review this, originally I was going to give it like a four. Hmm? I'm knocking down to three and a half. I'm not giving any snarks. Now. I'll explain after you. you, you explain anything. Because they both put in great work, but I. With what screwed it up for me, they went back and they retaped several parts of the match and made it look better than it was. Yeah. And the result of that was Edge tearing both of his biceps and probably cost probably ending his career. Yeah. I don't and they and they went through the whole match nonstop. They went back and redid. Stuff. I don't like that. I mean, I get it's taping, but if it's not a cinematic match, like a true cinematic match, they should have gone back and did that. But this is basically what you wanted WrestleMania to be, you know? Like, and edit it, just cut out the whatever you need to cut out so you can make a good match. But to me, it's still not a match. You know what I'm saying? If you're redoing moves and stuff like that. I, yeah. It's, that's why I don't, I, I'm not going to snark it, because it's not a match. Show me the botches. There isn't any. Well, no, I don't know if there were botches. There are no botches in this match. None. You know why? They cut it out. You know? There were, you know, Randy Orton bled. In this match, and then all of a sudden, it was not bleeding. Yeah, they, they want to clean. Good, well, that's for recording purposes because it has to be because they know they're going to retake and re, reissue, redo, take, retake um, spots and stuff like that. You know, if he's bleeding on one scene and not bleeding on the other scene, and bleeding not and then bleeding again on another scene, as they when they put this together, it's going to look it's going to look bad. That's for filming purposes. You know, that's why they had to clean it up. And supposedly, Randy, Randy, Randy was angry about that. You know, he was yelling at Vince, like, let me fucking bleed, let me fucking bleed, you know? You know, but for filming purposes, they had to clean them up, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I see your point. I will say I enjoyed it, you know? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's still cinematic. It's still, that's still a cinematic match. Um, AEW did a similar one, sh- very shorter version of this, um, for for last on Dynamite. Where they had to retake it, redo a match. Um, Which match was that? The uh, Abaddon. Oh, okay. And Anna J. Yeah, so from what I read, supposedly that they had trouble getting the finish for that match, so they had to redo it um, again and, and then put it out. So, so, th- but that match was like a minute and some seconds. Yeah. Right. But still, but still, this was longer. And I wish, I kind of wish they just let it. 
be a match. Like I kind of feel like we could have got something on par up to this if they were just doing what they do, you know. And another thing that ruined it for me was the the piped in crowd noise. You know what? Here's my thing about that. It bothered me only because they did it there. If they had done it throughout the whole show, I don't think it would have bothered me as much. Not for me because it's phony. You know I, get which, it's I get phony. that. No, I mean, look. And I, you can tell. You know, you can tell. They, you know, they. it's it's better when it's just a natural re- reaction. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get that. But the crowd noise, that for me, it helped a little bit. I I just wish they would dare did it from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. And then it wouldn't have felt as bad. Nah, it would have been. Because I used to watch SmackDown. And SmackDown used to do that. Superstars used to do that. You know, when they would pipe in the crowd noise. It's, it's, it's phony. You can tell how phony it is. You know, when, when the audience is cheering. You know, this must have been the greatest match ever. Because it was so over with that fake crowd. You know? <laughs> like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why the pipe in crowd noise. That was dumb to me, too. Just let the audience do what they do. You know, and not only did they pipe in crowd noise, they piped in the the commentators, because um, you can see Small Joe's not talking, but he's talking. Yeah, in the yeah. Air. I was like, huh. So, yeah. I mean, I just kind of wish he just did a match. Just let them do a match. You know, flaws and all. That way we can properly rate it. it I can't rate it because there's no flaws. You know, and now they're going with the gimmick that because Randy won, he's the greatest wrestler ever. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't watch Raw. So which makes sense. If it's the greatest, it's the greatest match ever. Randy wins, then he's the greatest wrestler ever, right? It does make sense. Um, I watched Raw. I would say Randy was good on Raw, um, with his character and stuff like that, and the whole idea that they were gonna bring back um, Christian for a match. Well, they are. Hmm? Y'all bring up, aren't they bringing back Christian for a match? Well, I, I no, I don't think so. I think it was just a gimmick for Raw. Because Randy came up with this idea because he's not medically cleared. So Randy's like, well, I got a way around that. Unsanctioned. And so on that Raw um, from last week, uh, Christian comes out to do his unsanctioned match. Beforehand, um, Flair kept telling him not to. Like, you know, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. Randy's on a different level than you, all this stuff. You know, Christian comes out, he's in the ring, and then Flair comes out to try to do it one, to warn him one more time to stop. And Christian's like, no, I'm going to do this. Flair's walking out. And then all of a sudden, Flair does the the low blow to Christian. And then the bell rings. And then Randy kicks him and does that punt. That's his finisher right now. I guess they're going with is the punt. He does the punt kick to Christian. And that's the end of the match. Um, so I don't think he's going to come back any further than that. You know? But I, I do like the idea... How they did that, and Randy really does sell his character well. As much as I don't care for our, his matches and stuff like that, his character work is fucking awesome. Especially in this, because he kicks him, and then he's like, you, after he gets the pin, he's and he's all of a sudden he, he he's like he's a bit remorse. Like he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, and then he's all of a sudden like, delusionally remorse. Like you made me do this. Right. You know, I didn't want to do this. You made me do this. I had to, you know, that stuff, and he's like going crazy about it. I like that idea. I feel like they're bringing back the whole legend killer situation with him. He sh- that should be the like last Undertaker match, him and Randy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, were we finished with that? The backlash. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I mean, 
Yeah, greatest match ever. It was. It's good to watch. I, I would recommend people watching it, but I, I can't rate it. All right. Uh, so. Want to get to it? Let's get to it. Let's get into the elephant in the room. Oh, God. All right. Well, there's a couple elephants. We do want to talk the COVID thing first. Do the COVID thing first. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm and, sorry. And lower your, I'm lower sorry. your phone. Fuck. No, I didn't lower. I lowered mine. Didn't look, didn't say anything to see if you were going to remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And guess what? You didn't. Okay. Anyhow. So, uh, last week, possibly Tuesday, feels like weeks ago after the rest of the news that came out, um, a wrestler from the PC, a, de- a developmental wrestler, was found to have had COVID, uh, coronavirus, um, which which went down another rabbit hole of what the, what is WWE doing, you know, with their situation, because they're not even testing and whatnot. And this came out in, in the news... You know, or the websites. As um, they just announced that they have like some fans, you know, friends and family in the crowd and shit like that, and flair and all this stuff, you know. So, so it's just more more of that bullshit with WWE. Um, what's your takes on it? Um, they should have they they should have been te- see the, the AEW does it. They they do the rapid testing. The problem with the rapid testing, which has been stated already, is that it's not 100% accurate. Yeah. But at least they were doing something. And, and to the, give you a, a baseline of what, of what we're dealing with. And the inaccuracy of it is false positives, not false negatives. Right. So you'd rather have a false positive than a false negative. So right. if it says this wrestler has the, the thing, then send them home for two weeks and then have them come back and test again. Right. You know, that's the best you can, that's the best you can have. Right. You know, for, you know, until you get a vaccine, of course, but... To, to not test at all, I think is bullshit. And I mean, it wasn't somebody that's on TV, but they were like, they, like you said, they were in the crowd. They were in the crowd. They had audiences in the crowd. They had, you know, this person's been there. He's been not uh, going to work. You know. You know. Now, if they're not testing, how do we know that? I mean, they, they obviously they had to test everybody. Yeah. Now they are. Now they have to test all the time. Now yeah. you have to. Now yeah. the, the, the floodgates have opened. Yeah. Wrestling is never going to be the same again. If it is, not for a long time. And when WWE does stuff like this, where they don't test until there's a problem, mm-hmm. they're being reactive and not proactive. Yeah. That's not good. You need to be pro. They need to be proactive with this. Yeah. But I mean, and then you kind of gotta feel like as if maybe they're trying to follow along with the administration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they don't want to do that. They don't even want to do testing because the more testing you do, the more results you get, right? Which cracks me. We'll type off. Which cracks me the fuck up. Yeah. He comes on. We tell Hitler comes on TV. Goes the reason there's so many cases is because they're testing more. Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about all the things going on right now, if the cops weren't recorded doing what they're doing, they'd be less. Black people being killed. Yeah. There'd be less less cases of police brutality being reported if, if they weren't being recorded. Yeah. They would still be happening. Yeah. They just wouldn't be recorded. You know, if nobody got a pregnancy test, there'd be less pregnancies in the world, but babies would still be being fucking born. Yeah, it, it's the dumbest argument. There'd be less. There's more cases. That's the dumbest fucking argument. Yeah, I could think of for anything. Yeah, so you gotta assume. Because you know they're in the administration, or you know the heads, you know the Linda McMahon and all right. that stuff. 
that they're probably trying to follow along with that shit, right? The the no testing shit, yeah. or you know, you know, Trump wants to open. Up, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say his name, but that asshole, Sweet Patel Hitler, Sweet Patel, um, Mango Mussolini, um, Simon Hitler. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Aren't <laughs> Caesar? Uh, <laughs> I like that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, orange chicken Caesar. Yeah, orange, orange, yeah, chicken shit Caesar. Orange chicken Caesar. Uh, the orange skin, the chicken, the chicken yeah, shit, and yeah. Caesar. All right, it's funny when you explain it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so like you gotta figure like they're trying to follow suit with that. I don't. I mean, I don't think Trump. Fuck. I don't think he's trying to tell them what to do, but I do think that they're trying to follow along. It's all the Linda McMahon kissing his ass. Exactly. So. You know, so they, unfortunately, that's what you have with this company. You know, and if anything brings down WWE, this will be it. Like shit, like this. Yeah. Well, all this stuff. Um, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I know. No, I think that's going on. The thing that will break the camel's back yeah. will be this, because this is public health now. Yeah. You know, you're not just affecting the business. Now you're actually affecting people dying. You know, you're affecting people's health. Yeah. Like, people who aren't contracted to work for you. Yeah, did... In the reports, did they even say how long ago this was? This guy got tested? Actually, it was a female. Female. A female, I'm sorry. No, I just found that out today. They didn't say how long. They they didn't say. Because it's weird. Because if you think about, like, real sports, you know, the NBA stopped the moment it was reported, you know, that they had someone... And it was just done. That was done the next day, right? Like, it was just immediate response. And then wrestling's still going on. It's such a weird situation that wrestling's in. Yeah, I mean, because... Yeah, because there's... I mean, sports is trying to come back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it is weird. Wrestling is the thing that's surviving right now. And like it you, shouldn't be. I mean, you're you're more of the sports guy than I am. Or just completely more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the In sports... As they're coming back, are they doing testing? Are they going to be doing testing? Do you know? That they haven't. They haven't said yet. From what I understand, the best example I use right now is the NBA. Yeah. The NBA is getting ready to start up in Orlando. Yeah. They're gonna. What they're doing is, they're inviting all the playoff teams that were in the playoffs when the season ended, plus the teams that were within like nine games of making a playoff spot, mm-hmm. and they're gonna compete for a playoff spot. I read something somewhere. I should look more into it. All the NBA players are going to be wearing like a ring or something that will like test your blood and tell you if you got a fever or something. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing temperature checks. The players are all going to be isolated and tested maybe once a day. I don't know. They're all going to be heavily tested. They're going to be tested. Right. So, yeah. So, But if you're going to... AEW did the right thing. They... they they've done everything right from the beginning and they do when it, it comes they, to this. They do the temperature... Well, they, get, they get like two wristbands. They get the temperature wristband and the the, the, test. the, the rapid test right. wristband. Um, so yeah, so they, they do that. And then and then also there's the whole thing if, if you're sick or if you don't feel like coming in, you don't have to come well, in. Stuff the, like that. See, WWE did that too. They said, yeah, that's why Sami Zayn's not on TV and they stripped him of the title, which makes sense. I mean, look, as much shit as want to give them for stripping Sami Zayn, they needed a champion. But now Kevin Owens is doing the same thing. Kevin Owens doesn't want to be on TV now. Mm-hmm. So what, is he going to get punished for this? Roman Reigns has been on TV in months. Yeah, but there's also reports that they're telling people not to wear masks. Right. And if you look at their product, be it NXT, be it 
of Raw or SmackDown or 205 or whatever, no one wears masks. Not one person wears a mask. Not even the camera people. If you and look what's at the stupid people. about that is WWE can make money. Make masks with your wrestlers on them. Yeah. A logo or something. Like make a Bray Wyatt mask with the Fiend. Would I know. You not, they could have made that money cool, from this. Actually. They could have made money from this. I wonder if they are because I know AW is doing that. Right. I, I think WWE is not going to do it. Cause and they, also, the Smarky Geeks are doing that. Nice plug. A little, little plug right there. <laughs> I don't know if WWE will do that. That would be admitting there's a problem. That's true, yeah, because then why are they not wearing it? Right. And and also being told not to wear it. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt they are. Again, like I said, if anything puts WWE out of business, this will be it. Hmm. This will be the thing that does it. Some wrestler will get this, will get COVID, and we don't want that. He'll get really sick, maybe pass away because it's because WWE didn't have proper testing. Mm-hmm. And this will be now. This will be now in the coffin, so to speak. Yeah. So his that wrestler's family will sue the hell out of Vince McMahon and they'll win. Yeah. They have the right lawyer. They'll win. Well, if they have the right lawyer, I mean, it's just like like they have more money. They they, they can hire better lawyers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but if it's a clash, if it's something like the a clash, clash. Class action lawsuit because of the death because of poor yeah. management. You get the right lawyer will do this for free because this is for the publicity alone. Yeah. This could be a powder keg for WWE if they don't have, if they don't deal with this the right way. Yeah, but and that's that's a fact. Yeah, but also they could like sweep it on the rug. Yeah. Yeah, but which how, they've done before, you know, like yeah, they've done it with other things, but doing it with this is something different. This is a little bit different because this is this is a global pandemic, yeah. and they're and they are not dealing with it properly. They're not looking out for the safety of their contracted athletes. This is different than anything else they've dealt with before. WWE could have been the standard bearer for how to deal with a, how to deal with a, a, a pandemic. When you're a sports entertainment or a sports team, and they completely drop the ball on it. Yeah. From day one, they completely drop the ball. Yeah. You know, they could have been the standard bearer, had to deal with the empty arena wrestling if it had happened. They could have came up with something inventive, but they screwed it up. Yeah. They, they, they screwed up. They screwed up this whole thing. Yeah. I've been watching Korean baseball, and uh. That's a little scary. No, a little, it's ran- a little random too, but scary. It's re- it's regular baseball. It's just yeah, I know. With Koreans. I, I'll mess with you. Yeah, uh, they put some of them put stuffed animals in the audience, and it is fucking awesome. Well, did you see some? I forgot what it was. My I forgot, it might have been a baseball team in Japan or something. They put sex dolls as li- in in the audience. They had a, I, it might have been Japan. I don't remember. Probably. And the fact, <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that the outrage was crazy. They had to pull them, you know. My, I commented on that where I saw it goes, you know, the only thing that sucks about everybody in the audience looks surprised. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they had the right idea though. I also read some. I don't know if it was Korean baseball or whatever, but they were gonna put um speakers. I think I talked about that a couple yeah, weeks ago. Did, yeah. Throughout the arena and people watching from home live could cheer a boo on an app. Yeah. Which I think WWE should have did with Backlash if, if it was live. Oh. I need wrestling from WWE. I need wrestling could do that. 
you know, put speakers in in your home on your app. You can boo, cheer a boo. I don't know how that would work, though. Like, how would they be able to pump in all those noises coming from so many different source, source, sources? You know? Well, you have, like, one side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And then, what if there's, like, a, a weird delay? And then they're cheering for, like, the wrong reasons and booing for the wrong reasons and shit like that? That would be awesome. <laughs> that that'll be great. And then, of course, you, you'll have all those... Those dumbasses cursing and shit like that. It still wouldn't be um, organic. Because you you can't, like, start a cheer with that. You know what I'm saying? A natural yeah. cheer from your from your desk. Unless they have a thing that says, this is awesome. Oh, you just press it and just... And if enough of people, enough people do it... Uh, maybe. Um, yeah. You want Let's move on to the, the other elephant. Yeah, um... A few months ago, remember the, Vel- the story of the Velveteen Dream came out that he had been texting underage girls, and it, t- it turned out to be bullshit. Yeah. At the end of the day, because he, he did get a push to get a title shot. What was it? I think it started with Travis Banks. No. Was it yeah, Travis Banks? Well, the Velveteen thing was all no, no, opened the, up. The, the, after the, the, thing I started, the thing I started, the new one. Oh, okay. Was Travis Banks. Oh, was it Banks? I thought it was um, David Starr. David Starr, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, David Starr. That he had come out that he was that he had abused his girlfriend, but then stories started coming out that it was a shitty relationship. It was toxic on both ends. Yeah, he admitted to him being a horrible boyfriend, an abusive boyfriend, and stuff like that. He denies rape, right? Uh, as what the 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 woman says, um, but yeah, he he's come he's come out with his apology and stuff like that, where he's like, I'm not entitled to wrestle, I'm not entitled to this, right? You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more. But of course, that opened the floodgates. Yeah, like the whole Me Too movement, and it's still coming out. It the speaking out movie. It's still coming out. There's like, more and more every day. Right, like the Me Too movement. Once yeah. one person said something, all the floodgates started open. So I'm gonna go down the list of some of the wrestlers that have been accused of different things. Um, Elgin Baylor, El- Elgin um from Impact. Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin, but there was rumors about him anyway. Yeah. So, no, just go go through the list. Uh, Trevor Lee, which is um, yeah, Cameron Grimes. Grimes, Rich Swan, which we knew about from from previous. Yeah, David Starr, Sean or- Orleans, who I never heard of, Teddy Hart, which we knew he was kind of scummy anyway. The AAW promotion as a whole, the same yeah. promotion is not safe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious what that is about. So Chicago base. Joey Ryan. Now I've heard stories. A couple of you on our Facebook page commented that Joey Ryan's kind of a scumbag anyway. His whole gimmick was about having people... But the problem is he's like that in real life too, I think. Which is not good. (laughs) Um, Tessa Blanchard. We know the story about Tessa Blanchard and bullying. Mm. That's been going on for a while. We've heard stories about that. Rob James, who I've never heard of. Harzang. Sammy Callahan. The Briscoes. Mm. Alberto Del Rio, which doesn't surprise me at all for some reason. Because he's kind of scummy. And he was recently... Arrested for uh, domestic um, right, violence. Right, so thing. yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Enzo? That doesn't surprise me. No. <laughs> Sexy Star, which doesn't surprise me, which she did a few years ago. Right, she almost broke Where, where, where she, yeah, she went rogue in the ring. Yeah. Tiffany, who I don't know. Lee Burris. Travis Banks, I said Travis Banks. Yeah. Legaro, he's a WUK guy. Yeah, he's a lucha WUK guy. He wears the, the bull mask. Um, Slugger. Alexander Dean, 
Jake Sexsmith, Killian Jacobs, Jake Gittins, same person, Jordan Devlin, UK champion. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what will happen with this, what's ultimately going to happen is they're not even going to acknowledge Jordan Devlin as a UK as a cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Well, they they stopped that, doing that a long time ago, actually. Well, I'm saying they're not going to refer to the guy as cruiserweight champion on um, Carlos Escobar. They're not going to refer to him as the interim. They're just going to call him the UK they champion. They haven't. They stopped doing that. Yeah, they're going to have to now. They're probably, that's probably going to happen now. Wait, it's it's already happened. Like two weeks before the, the, the whole tournament ended, they stopped calling him... They stopped calling it the interim champion. Well, you, I, well, we talked about that last week. Yeah. I said my, I told you my logic behind that. Yeah, because they wanted to make the title seem legit. But they, are, but I'm saying they, I don't think they have any plans now to bring him back to have a title for title match. Yeah, you're probably in the plan originally. Anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, and he's the AEW came out with a statement that he's gone into rehab. Yeah, so he there's probably some addiction issues there as well. Mm-hmm. The way he throws his body around, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, Jason Miley, Jason Skinner, Pyro, Mayor, uh, Eli, who's the same character. Yeah. Joe Coffey. Yeah. From WWUK. Xander Cooper, Josh Bodum, Sid Scala, Will Ospreay. Yeah. Um, B. Priestley. His lady. Yeah. Uh, that's his girlfriend? Yeah. I didn't know that. Marty Skrull, which is big. Yeah. Um, James Scott Gallagher. Zach Cooper, Greg West, Abel Stevens, Mikey Whiplash, Bubblegum, Kid Fight, William Evers, Kane Thomas, Lucas Steele, Jay Bradley, David Chris, one of the Chris boys, mm-hmm. James Finn, Rose Watson, George, Ultimbra, and Mark Paz. That's the name so far. Plus Jack There's Gallagher. more. There's well, more these every are day. That, these are names that I have as of right now. No, there's more. I'm saying as, right now, there's more. I'm saying you know, when you, I posted a couple days ago, these are the names that I had. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do any. I didn't look for any more. Yeah, there's more. Justin Roberts is just right. Justin yeah, AW announced it. Um, Joe, um, Jack Gallagher mm-hmm. got fired. Yeah, Jack Gallagher got fired. Did you say Matt Riddle? Oh yeah, I didn't talk about He's Matt on Riddle. The list. Matt, it's weird because it came out on thir- on Thursday, Friday morning. Reports started coming out that he was his debut on SmackDown was going to get pulled. It ultimately didn't happen. No, because it was taped. Yeah, I think if Matt Riddle's debut had just been a match. It would might have gotten pulled, but they did a major angle with him, and they could they couldn't reshoot a whole angle. They did an angle with him and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. They couldn't reshoot all that, so they had they had a role with it. Does it help? Is it going to help? Is, is he going to stop getting pushed because of this? Maybe we don't know. No. He, of course, everybody's denying it, but where did smoke this fire? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we talked about earlier, we're both in the camp of believe the victims. Yes, definitely, um, definitely. And because I, th- th- as they come out with these accusations and, the, you know, they are also going to get bombarded by trolls and assholes and stuff like that and lawyers and all that stuff coming at them fully. I don't think these people would willingly do that. Uh just for, for you know, just for no reason, yeah. Um, so I am in the camp of believing the victims first. Um, it is, and it's my hope that the companies that are involved, like AEW, WWE, AAW, or whoever, Progress, even you know, all these people, uh, do what they can to investigate and and follow through. For the victims. Now, know? a couple other things have come out. Um, 
Travis Banks held a bunch of titles and progress in other places. He's been stripped of all of his titles. Yeah. Now you'll notice a couple of things, but I'm gonna get, get to those in a second. A lot of these guys are UK guys. So there might be a prob there might be something that's infested in the wrestling UK scene. I mean we don't know what to, we don't know there's a lot of UK guys here. Hmm. The guy that wrestles with progress. Well, it started because that's how that's where it started from. David Starr is a UK guy, right? So it's so uh, so a lot of these other guys: Will Osprey, Marty Skrull, Jimmy Havoc, yeah, Joe so Coffee. A lot of these guys are UK guys. Yeah, and that, I think that's why it's so much for them right now. Uh, as we see now, it's trickling over to overseas here, right? Know? So I just think because it's started over there, and that's where the ball started rolling, and now right. it's coming down. Yeah, you know? and then the story came out of a wrestler. Up. She, the story that she put out was in 2013, she was in L.A. for SummerSlam. And a WWE wrestler, in WWE at the time in 2013, tried to att- you know, tried to have his way with her. And she said she was shocked because he was married. And somebody said, Can you, you, could this person still on TV? She's like, yeah, every Wednesday night in AEW. So it's a former, it's a current AEW guy that was in WWE back in 2013. Hmm. So let's go, let's go through the list. Cut. Cody wasn't married yet. Oh, we're not going to do investigation. I'm just saying, no. saying, but the, the, the name that's coming out is Jake Hager. That's okay. the name that's coming out. All right. Either Hager or Jericho. Those are the two names that are coming out yeah. right now. So I'm, that, I want to say, I want to say, don't mean, because the guys that you could take off, that you say, well, it can't be that guy because... Yeah, but I don't want to do like any accusation or anything right. like that. That's not going to come I'm saying, but the name, the name that, did come, that did come out was yeah. Jake Hager. Okay. Um. So it, it, it's, an ugly, it's an ugly... Ugly situation right yeah. now, and a lot more. Like you said, a lot more names are gonna come out. Yeah, they're coming out, which is you know good, you know, because um, those victims have courage, and hopefully, even the ones that don't come out or have courage to have dealt with it as much as they've dealt with it. Um, yeah, I just, I just hope they investigate, and I hope you know the victims get what they need to move on. You know, you know and a lot of the other wrestlers have come out on Twitter supporting these women. Yeah, because oh, Pete Dunn, Biggie. Yeah, because a lot of they you have I to. think yeah, because I think as as a, as fans, we have to put aside the the people that we like, you know. Right. You know, just because we like them doesn't mean they're not capable of being assholes. Right. You know, never know your never you know learn never meet your heroes type of thing, right? Yeah. You know, you know um. Mia Yim came out very strongly about this too because you know she was a victim of domestic yeah. excuse and Shelton Benjamin is the one that saved her. Yeah. So there were a lot of like Charlotte Flair was a victim of abuse too so she came out about it. Yeah. So it's just I mean something like all the crap that's going on like, something like this will bring the wrestling community together. No, they'll you know they'll bring all the people will come together because they want to see their sport cleaned up. Yeah. Because something like this can destroy pro wrestling. Like steroids almost destroyed baseball, yeah. and and football, and gambling almost killed the NBA back in the eighties. This can kill pro wrestling. Yeah, I mean we they they we have to be better. Yeah, right? it's just we just have to be better. It's it sounds simple and it should be simple, it's but not. people just need to be better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and not just the people. Um, who do the, the what what they're accusing them of doing is also the people who, who hear about it, you know? Right. You know, we should, you know, support and, and help at any way that we can, you know? 
and listen. See, I hope it doesn't come out. Is that these rest these females went to the went to management or went to the promotions that let them know what was going on and was flipping the rug for the sake of money. I hope that's not I hope that doesn't come out. What do you mean? No words. One person we got to mention real quick, Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. The story him and his wife were grooming young wrestlers during Jim Cornette's time in Ohio Valley. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, let's say a wrestler, a young wrestler, is being victimized, and he goes to management about uh, let them know what's going on, mm-hmm. and management kind of sweeps it under the rug because maybe he's one of their top star and they don't want to lose the money. I hope that doesn't come out. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. If I wouldn't. I mean, WWE has done stuff like that before. Like, they've swept uh, Jimmy Snooker killing someone yeah. under the rug before, and then they swept other things under the rug. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if if that happens. You know, it's just an ugly on whatever, what any company. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This 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 wrestling is already in, in trouble yeah. with the whole COVID nineteen thing. Yeah. We didn't need we wrestling fans didn't wrestling community didn't need this. Yeah, this this, this is not this doesn't help. I mean, I mean, forget wrestling. The world doesn't need this. Shit. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm glad it's happening because it's coming out and get it out the air. Well, unfortunately, they had to go through what they had to go through, and they shouldn't have. No. Yeah, but they are being brave and they're coming out with what they're doing and shedding light on this situation. And I hope people get what they need from it. Yeah. Um, one more name, David Lagana, vice president of NWA. Yeah. Came out, he and he had to resign. So NWA ceased all tapings and they're restructuring up management. Okay. So. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's. And it came out like in like what, like waves. Like his name started coming out in waves. There's still waves coming yeah, in, crashing it. right in, man. Because it's still happening. I'm sure if I turn on my, my wrestling Twitter accounts. Uh, it, it's just gonna be more news, more shit, yeah, more names, yeah. Speaking out, hashtag speaking out, yeah. And this started, yeah, it started with David Starr, but it started before that with you know the, the all the comic book people being accused. Yeah, you know, because it was like Warren Ellis and some other guys I forgot. And and then and then they, then David Starr popped up, and I was like, okay, wrestlers. And then the other wrestlers said, I was like, what is happening? It just kept trickling down, trickling down. And it's still happening now. As we speak, I'm sure there are more names out there. Actually, I'm looking right now while we're talking. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm, on, I'm on the podcast Twitter. That follows a lot of wrestling stuff. Yeah. I don't see anything yet, but I'm only like halfway down the page. Well, so. no, you know, it's, it's still, yeah. it's a changing story that's still happening right now. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, I'll close it off. We support speaking out. Hashtag speaking out. That's us. We're behind that. Just like Black Lives Matters. Um, these women's lives matters. And uh, support the victims. And uh, let's move on. Uh, yeah. So. New Japan's back. Uh, I know you're excited about that. Oh my God. I'm, I'm going to just go real quick over it. I'm writing like an article for the website that I'll put on. It'll be a little bit more detailed. I'm not going to go over every single match or anything like that. You should. Go for it. Nah, maybe I'll start them, but I won't like explain everything that I felt about them. But I will say like the ones that I think people should watch and stuff like that. 
Um, but it start it started off the first night the uh, called the the Together Project Special. Um, and it wasn't part of the tournament, which they're they're doing the New Japan the New Japan Cup tournament. This first night was the Together Project Special, and it was just and they didn't announce the card. They kind of did a New Year New Year's Dash style. They don't because New Year's Dash doesn't announce the card to the day of, right? Uh, or when it starts, really. And and they did the same thing here. So it's kind of which it makes sense. Like New Year's Dash, they're coming back. Let's do a New Year's New Year's Dash is always like a reset type of thing. Yeah, right. right after. That's um, their story for next year. Yeah, because because it's right after Wrestle Kingdom, and then there's New Year's Dash, and then they they set new things up, they close up old storylines, open up new storylines and stuff like that, or continue other storylines, and then they just let you know where things are going. And they kind of did that here with this, where you can see, you know, you know, so the, the old guys are coming in, the the the, the young lions are coming through, and stuff. One second. You know, so it so it was cool, and it was great to see these guys. Like you can see, like um, Yu Yu Murray, I think is his name. He's one of the young lions. Like this dude took the time off to just just eat beef and work out. Like the dude brolic now, from from when he when from because it's been like a hundred and ten days since they last had a live show, right? Because they they stopped immediately. Um. So this Yu Yu Murray guy, like he he got beefed up. Like that dude is probably gonna um, Ishii, uh, Tomoyu Ishii. Like you can tell he's more healed up, you know, because he has. It's been 100 days, 110 days since he's last thrown his body around and shit like that. So this dude is all like, like fresh. You know, all of them are really fresh right now. I thought that was cool. See, the one good thing, I mean, one one of the one of the good side effects of what happened is a lot of these guys to heal up. Yeah, it allowed everybody just to let their bodies rest. Yeah, which was which is good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that night the the New Japan special, the Together Project special, wasn't anything. There's no. There's like maybe a bunch of three star matches on there. So there's not a lot of greatness on that, but it was fun to watch. And it, what's good to and what you see here is how they because these matches, all the way up to the final, is going to be empty arenas. And then the final is going to have a limited capacity. Like I think twenty five percent or something like that. I read. Yeah, the number they said is going to be three thousand. Now, a lot of three thousand. Real quick. Yeah. How was the? How did they do their empty arena stuff? That's what I was going to get into. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Good. And good. I got to stay with you. Good leeway. Good leeway. So, so, it's going to be empty arena up until the the final uh, at Osaka Joe Hall, where they'll have like at least three thousand people or some such. Um, and as you were alluding to, like it, it was kind of cool to see how they're dealing with the empty arena. Um. First off, for these first two, three nights, uh, all the matches are short, which is what they should be for empty arenas. They're short, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, except for the main event might go 20 minutes, uh, but it's the main event, so it should. Uh, and they're keeping it to like five matches. So it's like four tournament matches and then one tag match. You know, um, the, the arenas are empty, so they're blackened out. Right. Or there's just no chairs at all. It's just... Because I think it's like they're in like a stadium type of thing, and all the bleachers are pushed in, all the seats are pushed in. Um, I do like how they're doing the the commentary team. They are forced to stand, the sit six feet apart apart from each other, right? And then you see this TV between the first two, 
There's three commentators. Okay. Well, uh, for the first night, the, the together special, project special, it was the the two normal guys, and then Jushin Liger was at the end, right? And they're all six feet from each other. They had a TV between the first two, and they pumped in Jushin Liger's face there, so they can get the entire commentary team in one shot, which I thought was smart. So you have Liger's face in the middle on a TV, and then you got the other two commentators next to each other, six feet apart, and they have a, a plexiglass. Okay. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool how they did that. Like you have the TV, you see Liger on the TV, and then you have the, the two guys next to each other. Um, that's as far as I could go with commentary because I don't speak uh, Japanese um, or whatever they speak. Um, so I, I think that's done very well. Uh, and the matches are well. Like I said, they're 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 short matches, ten minutes, twelve minutes, five minutes even, and they they go quick. The the V match to watch, I think, is night two of the tournament, is uh, Nagata versus Minori Suzuki, and uh, it's just they go stiff, and it's just two guys beating the shit out of each other, hard. For I forgot how long it was, but it it's a must watch. This is how you do an empty arena match, you know, with no one in there. It's just just have two guys go in there and kill each other throughout the whole fucking. Now, how was the sound? You know what I'm saying? Remember the WWE? The and the the silence, that static silence. Um, I don't notice it here. Okay. Uh, so I feel like, cause like I said, I think part of it's the match. Um, the way they build the matches is fast, fast paced matches for the most part. Um, so they don't give you time to hear that static silence. Right. Yeah. Um, and also they have the Japanese commentary, just like an AW, just or even NXT, just constantly talking. You know, they don't shut up, so they don't give you enough time to hear that static silence. You know. And I kind of feel like they pump a little bit away from the the ring, so you can hear the uh, the commentators more. Okay. The numb that way, which is what AEW did. They they kind of pulled away from the ring, so you don't hear that silence too much, and it's just you're just focusing on the commentary, which do not shut up. That's why Jericho was great on there. Um, but yeah, so I feel like they're doing a good job at that. Um, yeah, I do wish the crowd was back, and I can't wait for the final, where there's gonna be crowds there and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy as a dog. Um, yeah, so expect that right up to be on the website uh, at thesmarkygeeks.com. And also get some merch at the merch table. Yes. <laughs> see, Japan... Cha-ching. See, um, the whole COVID thing, Japan did it right. Like, the, from the beginning. Yeah. You know, there was, you know, their governments, their countries responsible was different than ours. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're the first state to... First country to... Actually, bring wrestling back outside of stuff that's on TV. Yeah, I so, mean, even the, the companies did it right, not just the, their government. Right, but the companies were like, like they're the, like New Japan along with others, but New Japan led the lead. Went to the government and said, "Close down wrestling. Wrestling should not be going on right now until this is taken care of." But give money to these smaller companies, you know. They went out there and looked out for the smaller companies and stuff like that. So I thought the companies handled it great. Um, I was kind of hoping there'd be more companies involved here. Um, 
you know, it being like, you know, since they did that thing with the government and they went and spoke up for a bunch of companies, I thought they would do like, here's New Japan and NOAA and All Japan and, and Big Japan, you know, whatever other companies that are out there. It's stardom, you know, put stardom in there. Although that's, you know, New Japan doesn't do women. Um, I thought that would be like a like a thing that would be in there. Like this for one show only, a bunch of Japanese promotions, go. Yeah? Right. But they didn't do that, which is fine. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving it. I'm glad it's back. And uh, uh, with the show, right. what else we got here? So we did the COVID, we did the speaking out, we did New Japan, we did Backlash. Now we're on to the main event, bro. Do it. Do it. You go. I went last week. Right. So NXT, week. first of all, let's look at the rate. What were the ratings? Do you have it up? I don't have the ratings up. All right, the ratings they they went up on both. I don't know they what they were exact. They went up on both. Very they good. were close. Yeah, it was, they were like in the seven hundreds, thousands. Right. Um, very good for both. Um, I I think it was a a bigger lead. I mean, AW got more marginally, uh, but I think NXT gained more from it. Right. In other words, yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. From the viewership side. AEW, AEW may have had a higher number in total, but NXT actually got more viewers. Yeah, from last week. Their numbers went up more. Yeah. Like, percentage. Yeah. yeah. Both uh, shows weren't bad this week. They weren't great, they weren't bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I thought AEW was actually really good. Um, NXT had a lot of things that I did, like... Uh, what we get into? I was getting to NXT. So, opened up with a ta- the tag title match, Imperium defeated Brizango. Match was good. Brizango came out dressed as Imperium. Yeah, and you know what? I the the Imperium entrance. I thought it was dumb. I legit thought it was dumb. From when Imperium yeah, was yeah. coming out, because one they were coming out first, so right. I was like, oh, that must be them doing Imperium. Right. But it turned out to be Imperium. I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? And then they did the gimmick. I was like, ah, that's better off. Yeah. So now you see why they came out. Imperium came out first. I, mean, I gotta say, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, we know that Debra's angle is good. We know yeah. how good um, Fandango is. And I've been touting Tyler Breeze for years. Yeah. That he's good. he should be a superstar. I mean, I just... I just understand why they went with this team other than only Lorcan and, and Birch and stuff like that. I kind of felt like that was kind of like out of nowhere how they went here. But this match itself was actually really good. Um, three and a half it. Yeah, right. I agree with that. And after the match, um, during the match, in this year, and only Lork and Danny Birch came out, and they started brawling over inside. Yeah. So only Birch and Lorcan are still involved, and I think this match is to give reintroduce to reintroduce NXT to Bazango with a title shot. They should. Oh yeah. Oh. They should have just. They got that jobber team there, Ever Rise or whatever. Just have them fight them. Well, look, it was a good match. Yeah. I mean, if it was a shitty match, you'd have an argument. Well, it was actually really good. No, my argument is still so. valid. I just think it, it, they're just they're training you not to care, <laughs> basically. Yeah. All right. Next up, yeah. um, let's see. um, they do an interview with Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis planted a cartoon there of them as a tag team. The hinting at Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis being a tag team. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, Damian Priest defeated Killian Dane with the Reckoning. Pretty good match. Damian Priest. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, not bad. I enjoyed it. Um, 
Not sure how I feel about priest, face priest. It was a weird thing. Like, like he was a heel, and then right after he lost him, I go, yeah, yeah, Vin Balor, the good, no. I got my moment. I don't care if I lost. Yeah. I hate that. It was that. weird that he did that, but whatever. It's it's a it's a WWE thing. It's, yeah. It's all about the moments. It's not about all right, winning Aaliyah, or losing. Aaliyah defeated Zai Lee, and then a, a drunk and depressed Robert Stone got into the ring apron and puked in the ring. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm fast forward the rest You know, of I'm, I think I'm in an island here. And the match itself wasn't great. Right? No, I do see Aaliyah improving a lot. She is getting better. Um, because I used to not like her at all, but there was something with that whole storyline with her and Robbie, Robbie Stone, that was kind of heartwarming. It was. Like it Ali- felt like what's that movie with um Nick Cage as the alcoholic? Oh, I know what you're talking. I can't think of that. I know what you're talking about. Though. And I forgot the woman, the actress. Um, but you know what? Like, like she came out there. She sees this man that's all down, dumb. She knows she's a you know, quote unquote friend or whatever. And the first thing she does is go to get him, right? And pick him up, and have him stand by. I was like, oh, you know, like, I fell for it. I was like, and then she wins because of him. You know, yeah. I was like, that was kind of a heartwarming little thing there. I don't think it's gonna be anything great or anything like that. But I thought well, it, it might be. It might be brilliant. It could be. I was, I was like, huh. Like, like, she's his comeback. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's a down-and-out manager, but now he, he's going to get behind this new talent, you know, that's going to bring him back to glory or whatever. I doubt they'll go there. But, yeah, I just that whole moment, I thought that was like, I thought they both sold it really well, you know? Um, the match itself was, wasn't great. And then they went back to the well with her versus Xia Lee. I was like, how many times are we going to do that? You know? Yeah. Um, but other than that, two and a half, the, the match wasn't garbage. Um, and then you had the whole thing with him throwing up in the ring and stuff like that. Um, and also, there, there was a botch there where Zia Lee kicked out from the, the, the pin. Right. Because actually, she got, she got thrown up on. Aliyah does the, the roll up. And then Zia Lee kicked out by accident, I guess. And then. Leo just gets right back into it and it's one, two, three. So that was a little botch there. But I, it was fine. It's right. not insulting. No. All right, next up, they had a, t- a Timothy Thatcher thing with stretch students out with his Thatcher, Thatch Can style wrestling lessons. Hey, I'm a Thatcher guy. I know you are. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, after that that pipe, uh, fight pit thing, I'm waiting to see what this comes out to. So yeah, I'm not a fan. Watch Walter and stuff just be part of it. You know? All right. They did a lot of like little weird things on this show that I wasn't a fan of. They did Bobby Fish, Adam Cole took Roddy Strong to a therapist, which was Kyle oh, O'Reilly yeah, in costume. It, it, I wasn't. I was out until I saw, until I saw Kyle O'Reilly in costume with the fake accent, and it kind of drew me just a little bit. That's just that's just more of their weird shit. Yeah. And he's been doing a lot of weird shit lately. Yeah. Two weeks ago, you had Velveteen Dream talking legitimately to Prince in a mirror. Prince. The, the, the artist like like talking back to Velveteen Dream and then last week you had other weird shit I forgot what but yeah they're, like, they're doing weird shit now it feels like main roster yeah alright um, they, they did an interview with Adam Cole he was asked about Cameron Cross interrupted by Keith Lee Lee told Cole his time as champion is limited and broke the hourglass that Scarlett gave Cole yeah now the, now the clock's all off now, yeah. now we're going how are we going to know what up yeah I'm saying <laughs> Um, Cole came to the ring to talk about his NFC Championship reign. Then 
Lee came out, and Gargano came out, and Balor came out. So next week we have a triple threat match for the UK for the North American belt. The winner fights Adam Cole for to become a dual champion. Before commenting on that, yeah. Um, tell me you weren't you didn't feel me yelling or screaming. That's right when Gargano was like, "I'm not doing this for moments. I'm doing this to win." Or something. He said something along those lines. I was like, "That's right, motherfucker." See, what I like that's what I like about Gargano's heel character. It's like. He's taking the frustration that we're feeling sometimes yeah. and, and saying it, yeah. and it's pissing and, and, and it's coming off his heel. I'm curious how this would how this would work in front of a crowd, like a real wrestling crowd. Oh, that's a blow man. He's doing a he's he's doing a great job as the heel. Um, as I said before, I just don't like how they got there, you know, yeah. for no reason, especially with um, Candice. But other than that, I think he's doing a great job. I, I'm loving his heel work here. But and that, this company. But the um, Balor, Gargano, Keith Lee match should be great. Triple threat. Uh, yeah, counter programming. That's that's counter program to Fighter Fest. Um, because yeah, the winning the week after that, they're doing the winner versus Cole. Winner versus title off. title for title. No, no, not title for that. Winner take all. Yeah, title for title. Same thing. <laughs> I'm like, what else are they taking? <laughs> You're right. Same thing. That's winner take all. Which is weird. I feel like. How are they going to get out gonna, of that situation? It's going to end like in a double count or double disqualification or something. Because they don't have one guy holding two belts. You think so? You don't think they're going to go for a cold two belts or whatever? See, do you think I, Do you think um, Lee gets out, comes out of that triple threat as the champion? It's a triple threat that he's going into, right? Right. It's with Cole? No, no I, think, I think Lee's getting ready to hold up for me. I think Lee's going to be on the main roster. And on Raw SmackDown. What's the triple threat again? It's Lee, Gargano... And Finn. And Finn. Oh, and Finn Balor. So who do you think takes that? I mean... The one that makes sense, like, storyline-wise, is Keith Lee. You know, he's... You know, he's Keith Lee. But I think Gargano will be the best bet. I want to see Gargano Cole again. Yeah. Here's something that I've been bothering me. So if I've been... I follow social media. People want to see... Think that Adam Cole's held the belt for too long. They want to see somebody else get the championship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Do you think Cole's been champion for too long? Or do you think it's time for somebody else to get the belt? I, I would rather they build someone up worthy to take the belt. But I'm saying right now. Has he been too much too long? Yeah. I, yes and no. I mean, because they haven't really done much with him. Other see, than those few matches. See, I like the idea of Cole holding the belt as long as he did. Because it's better than hot potatoing the title. You know, I like the, the idea of dominant champion. Champion that hold the belt for a long time. But I, like, I, you I want wish, my championship, come take it. My only problem is that he he hasn't been that dominant with it. Like, since winning the belt, he's been in a lot of, like, four-mans and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, right. You know, like, the, the war, you know, war games or whatever else he's been a part of. Or... So not really defending the belt, you know, and when but, he does, it's it's still great matches and stuff. Right, like really I, good I matches. See, I like the idea of one guy holding the belt for a long time. I don't like the hot potato thing. The WWE is a yeah, habit of doing. I understand that, but I wish it was like Oscar. When Oscar was the women's champion, it was every not every week, but almost every week she was defending and winning and defeating, and making every woman that she goes with look strong. And it was dominating. She was dominating. He's just holding on to the belt. I just wish they did more with him. Right. You know? Make him look like a diamond. I do appreciate how his matches go for the most part, 
where he wins usually legitly, right? Right. Which I appreciate that. That makes him a for like a champion. Well, that's what, that's what I just I'm, wish they did more of that. I just, right, but I I like the idea of him holding the belt. Like, I'm I'm not one. I'm not in the camp of he's held the title for too long. I'm not in that camp because wrestling doesn't do that enough. WWE I'm not saying wrestling. WWE doesn't do that enough where they have one guy holding the belt for a long time. Look how many times Charlotte has won the women's championship. Yeah. Look how many times because for that company it doesn't matter. It, you I, know I, what matters? What moments? Exactly. Winning that title. So I, that's why I losing that title. That's why I loved Pete Dunne's UK title reign. Yeah. Because he held it for so long and he beat everybody. Yeah. You know, even when he wasn't wrestling, he was still the UK champion. He held it for over a year. Yeah. I liked reigns like that where the champion holds the belt for a long time. Because rather than hot potato the title around, which I, I hate that. Yeah. And WWE is famous for that. Yeah, because like I said, they don't care. It's all about the moment. The moment this guy wins the title, the moment this guy loses the title, you know, it's all it's all about those moments. You know, that way you get to live forever, like Damian Priest. <laughs> anyway, so moving on. Um, they did the Kai defeated Caden Carter with the Koji Clutch. The building uh, of the Kai is the next challenger for um. Uh, the women's champion crap. I forgot who is the women's champion. She won it at. She oh, Io Io Shirai. Io Shirai, right? Yeah. Um, they did a hype video. Mercedes Mercedes Martinez is back. Oh, finally back. When the hell did she well, ever she did, appear? Did, did, no, didn't she? Well, she was in the she was in the women's tournament. That was way before she was right. signed. Then she did a couple of matches after that. Then she then she did a match at AEW. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying when she got signed by NXT, where the hell was she? Like, like what are we waiting for? I did. Did she get hurt? But yeah, that's possible. All right. Um, um moving on. Um, squash match. Bronson Reed squashed Leon Ruff literally. With yeah. Splash on the top rope. Leon Ruff has become one of my favorite jobbers because he comes. His hype is so high. He comes. He's got his own ring, ring music. He's got his own entrance video. Well, he, now he does, right? Like he's yeah. become like because that's another thing we didn't talk about. Evolve is going under probably. Right, we'll get to that after this. Yeah. And he's well. The reason why I brought it up is that he's from Evolve, and I think he's signed now officially with WWE because Evolve is letting people who wants to go go, you know. So he, I'm sure he's Leon Ruff is probably one of the guys that decided to sign with WWE. I'm assuming I, I don't know the facts, but yeah, I mean his performance ever since the COVID shit happened, and all the other Skoke guys from Evolve. Have been great, especially Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff's been a like a, a amazing star. seller. Say, say star, say it. A, a, a jobbing star. Yes, <laughs> for, for for that. I for, hate to say, I'm kind of squash. Enjoy, kind of enjoying his Leon Ruff's matches. For some reason. Well, he squashes good. He he take, he sells really good for for the, the guys he has to put over. Um, unfortunately, the the what, who won that? Uh, what's his name? Oh, um, Thick Boy. What's his name? Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Uh, he's going under next week. He's fighting who? Karen Cross. Karen Cross, yeah. He's, it's a 50 50 thing. They're, they're, he's getting this win so he can lose next week or whenever they're going to fight. Um, and it builds up Karen Cross. Cross right. Whatever. Why well, think, think she'd be on Raw SmackDown, not on NXT? Karen? Yeah. Karen on luggage? Yeah. All right, next up. Um, Cameron Grimes slash Damien Priest's car tires. 
why. Vehicles. That's why. Right. Vehicles in wrestling. Whatever company you work for, vehicles in wrestling. Okay, we did it. They did a, they did a little thing with Santos um, Escobar with Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Jake Maverick came out and they just took him out. I love this. I am loving the the angle with um, Victor Escobar, Victor Santos Escobar and the two group. I still need an explanation for who the fuck kidnapped these guys. Oh, stop! But beyond that, actors. but beyond that, I'm I'm loving the the angle. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's a great angle. And the fact that I want we know Zion is a great wrestler. What's his name? What's he called in this company? Walking Wild. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. We know this already. Raul Mendoza is someone that they've overlooked for a long time, but he's a great wrestler. So those two are finally going to get a push, especially Raul Mendoza's been there for a long time. He's finally getting a push of some sort here. And then the, the I, I think the Escobar guy, he's going to, I think he has an opportunity to be a big star here if they use him right. But I think they, he's good. He's charismatic and he's a good wrestler. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see how this goes. Did they name the faction? I felt like they no, said a name and I they, missed it. They did, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, something Phantasma or something like that. I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Um, but I, I liked it. I, I'm, 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 I'm liking it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right, they announced next week will be Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed, Cameron Cross, and a triple threat for North America. Yeah. In the main event, women's tag team title match, Bailey and Sasha Banks defeated Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackhawk. Great match. It was I, really good. I like it. I enjoyed it. And then after the match was over, Yo Shirai came out to to get Bailey and to, to, to shoot Bailey and Banks away, basically. Yeah. This is our house. My main problem with this is that they this is something they should have done from the start with these titles. And I feel like it's kind of too late for us what, to the give women's it. tag title. Yeah, because this is what they said they were gonna do. Right. Bring it all, all over. They the, got they the got away. Companies. They did get away from it. For and a they while. did nothing with it. Yeah. And now they're doing it because they're trying to build up NXT with these other um, WWE guys. Um, but the match itself was at three and a half. It I haven't been snarking the rest, but whatever. Um, I thought the match was really good, and I I appreciate the at least trying with the titles. But I just think it's just too late for us to give a shit about these titles. Um, I don't like the music that they have. I don't like Sasha's music anymore. Because they've changed it. Really? Yeah, they changed it. Because it, it's... Now it's a little bit of her music in the start. Then they stop it. And then it's that Snoop Dogg version of that song. And then they stop that. And then they hit Bailey's music. And I'm not feeling Bailey's music at all. Alright. So it was a good... I mean, it was a good show. Had a lot of moments. You're like, duh, they should have done that. But overall, it wasn't a bad show. Yes, and I, it's still the best in WWE. Oh yeah, but that's not saying much though. But I just, I just feel like that main roster shit is seeping in, and it has been for months now, and I just don't like it. But I feel like they're going with what works. People in that fans of that company seem to like the, the gimmicky shit, like the UE dressing up and doing, you know, fake psychology, psychiatrists and stuff like that, or Velveteen Dream talking to Prince, you know. Some guy in a mirror talking to Prince in a mirror or some shit like that. You know, I just, I, uh, I, I just don't like the way it's going. Um, but yeah, the, what was your favorite match on that show? Um, huh. 
That is a good question. Um, that that opener was really good. Mm-hmm. Zango Imperium. I kind of like the squash match a little bit. <laughs> and that main event wasn't bad. I'm probably going to go with the opener. Zango against Imperium. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, go for it. All right. So, we open up. With Kenny Omega and Paige wrestling the natural nightmares. And Kenny and Paige go over. Now, the one thing that I found was weird was, you know, this was their code open type of thing that they usually do. And Tony Khan says this is what he likes to do. It's like how he likes to start his matches and stuff like that. His cards is just the code open and stuff. The one thing I didn't understand is why was Kenny the only one with an entrance? Yeah, like, 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 yeah. Everybody yeah. else was already in the ring, and Ken, and Kenny, he was already on his way to the ring. Like, well, this was taped, so I'm assuming they cut out everything else. Right. Um, but why just cut out Kenny's thing? You know, maybe they were just trying to fill out space, time, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, it was weird. But, but that's how they started it. Ken, uh, it's basically code open. Kenny Omega over. Kenny Omega wins. Kenny Omega and Paige win over the Natural Nightmares. I thought this was a great tag match. <clears throat> um, there was a nasty head bump um, that they... It was a botch. Uh, but I like... Not really a botch if they work it out. They played through the botch. You know? And not only did the wrestlers play through it, but the, the commentating team played through it. You know? They called back to it and, and, and said, holy shit, look, they, they connected heads. And I kind of like that. You know, it kind of brings a little bit more air of real... You know... Um, Realism, or however you want to say it, to to the whole package of it, the whole the way it looks. Um, I thought QT Marshall was legit good in this shit. Like I like how he's like this surprise good wrestler when he does his like he did like a perfect drop kick at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did like that. Um, I did like how Ali came out, but was not a distraction. Right. You know, she just came out to support her man. This was basically a dark storyline from the, the their show Dark, uh, which has become somewhat really good as of late. Um, and this is one of their their main storylines is this Ali and QT Marshall thing, um, and it they, they gave it some shine here with this match, uh, but I don't think it's gonna finish. It's gonna go back to Dark and they'll finish up that storyline in Dark. Um, but I, I did like how they they just called attention to that this storyline still going on and then you can watch it on dark or whatever um yeah I gave it three and three fourths quarters Ooh, I, I gave um, it th- three and a half it was really good it I was good it. I just don't get they've already signed Kenny the, the championship match for Fighter Fest yeah supposed to be Kenny Omega and Hangman for his best friends yeah why do you have to have them defend it both up to and go, well, this team might get title shot instead? Why don't you just leave, leave it at that? Like, why do you... Uh, so they can defend the titles. Why? So they're defending them every week now? Whenever they want to. Ah, uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, after that, we had a... And this was very interesting. They had a video package with Anna Jay, um, and But they didn't have any promo video package at all for the next competitor um when this show started though you 
uh, also bring to attention when the show started Britt Baker was out there with uh, Reba or Rebel whatever you call it, they're calling her and um, Britt Baker set up this pulley system so she could pass notes to Tony Schiavone right um, which was funny and stuff like that I think she's great with the comedic stuff um, so so this next match starts they give Anna Jay the video package first and then it, Anna Jay comes she comes in the ring and then uh, Abaddon comes I've seen Abaddon once before on Dark and uh, the gimmick stuff like this is not for me I've said this before uh, she's a zombie that's wrestling you know right uh, and it's, it's not for me and I'm not that I don't like that stuff but her look is so fucking captivating Abaddon where I'm like oh my god like I've never and she wrestles in that like she legit looks like a fucking zombie you know so the look is captivating. Her first match that I seen on Dark uh, was pretty good against Sheeta, and um, so the thing that I loved about this match is how it was misdirection. They gave that video package for Anna J, you know. So in your head, you know, all right, she's gonna win this match. This is her. They're gonna be promoting her, giving her a win here and stuff like that because that's that's the formula, right? Video package, match, she wins. But that's not what happened. Abaddon comes, who didn't have any video package at all, comes in, fucking destroys her in a minute and a half or whatever it was, and and then leaves, you know? And then it's over, right? And then later on, she's get, she gets signed with the company. Um, throws a match. As a squash, I'll give it a three. Uh, but as a match, I am not. I can't read it because this was that match I told you about before. It was they had to go back to it. Right. They had to fix it up because um, for whatever reason they couldn't get it finished. They couldn't finish it the, the proper way. Um. So. Oh, did you tell them what we were watching? Oh yeah, we're watching the best of UK. Yeah. We just go through the different videos on NX on network that best of UK stuff. So that's all this is. Yeah. Fact, this is actually the one picked by different UK stars, like their favorite matches. Yeah, the so. curated matches and stuff like that. Um, so, so, so yeah, so, so I thought that was interesting how they did that with Abaddon and stuff like that. It just came out of nowhere with her win and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not big on Abaddon's finisher. It was the, that hurt, that short Hurricane Rana. Right. Um, and just slammed her head into the ground. Yeah. Kind of too flashy for her gimmick, you know? Should be something I don't know, like a claw or some shit like that. I don't know, but but it looked good the way she did it. It was fine. But other than that, it was fine. And I'm curious as to how they're gonna treat Abaddon, Abaddon, um, because she signed. She she was recently one of those people they recently signed. Um, so we'll see where that goes with her. After this match, uh, Dark Order the Dark Order comes out for both Colt to give him a. Uh, envelope with a contract in it and to collect Anna Jay uh, who is their first female recruit if she signs with them and then they give a contract type of thing which we'll find out later what that's about uh, to Colt Cabana who was in the, the audience um, and then they take Anna Jay through the dark tunnel uh, after this we have MJF going over on Billy Blank <laughs> uh, of the Gun Club, 
He should change the name to Billy Blank. Or, or Billy the Gun. No, Billy Blank. That would yeah. be cool. That would be cool. Of the Gun Club. Um, Billy No Name of the Gun Club. Yeah, Billy No Names. Billy Amanon. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, MJF goes over on Billy. Uh, we see Colton, uh, which I think is a great name. Colton Gun. Col- yeah. Like the Colt Gun. Like, I thought yeah. that was kind of cool for a name. That's his other son, apparently. Uh, also with Austin Gun is there as well for the rest of the Gun Club. Um, this was an okay match. I give it two and three quarters. Um, the MJF cheated to win this one, which I'm fine with. He's the asshole heel, supposed to cheat. Um, and then they continued that feud with Jungle Boy when you know they had their little pull apart type of fight at the end. The one thing we I think we talked about it off before we recorded. Like, during the match, Austin Gunn got knocked out by Warlow. And once the brawl started, Austin Gunn just rolled, out of, rolled underneath the ring. Yeah. And we didn't see him again. Yeah, I was wondering why I they felt did like, that. I felt like it wasn't supposed to be caught on camera. I know, but, like, why they do it? Like, just get, I, I think, saw that, and I expected something else well, to I, happen. Well, I think it was just to get him out of the way, because he wasn't involved in that brawl. Like, the brawl had nothing to do with the gun club. Yeah. It was about what all the other people. I just think the camera just was in the wrong spot at the wrong time and caught it. Yeah, probably. But if it was taped, that's something that should have been caught and edit. Yeah. But it, for some reason, it just got missed. Yeah, because so. who gives a fuck? Uh, I'm sure they saw it. It was like, who gives a fuck about yeah, I know, some but, guy rolling under, you know? Yeah, I guess, but... Um, but, yeah, like I said, two and three quarters. It was fine match, not insulting. And um, uh, MJF goes over with the cheat. Um... Wardle throws him the ring and distracts the ref, and uh, MJF gets the knockout win or whatever. Um, good little match. Uh, after this, okay, yeah. So after this, we have Y2J doing an interview talking about uh, Orange Cassidy, how he got beaten to a Bully Pope and stuff like that, and the inner circles together because you know blood is is thicker than orange uh, juice or whatever. Um, it was a fun little. Fun little thing. I liked it. Little interview. Tony then interviews Britt about Sheeta and talking about how Penelope Ford is going to get the next shot at the title. Uh, And then Britt gets angry about this and puts uh, Tony Schiavone on a friendship timeout, which I thought was funny. Um, And then she tells Reba to take her out. Let's go. And then it turns out Reba's not there anymore and is replaced by Swole. Who then steals the the Rolls Royce, um, the Rolls R O L E S yeah, yeah. Royce, and uh, uh, and and basically kidnaps uh, Britt Baker. Um, you would think I would have a problem with this, but I'll get to it later. I, they kind of fix it, and I'll get to that later. Um, after this, Cody comes out with Arn Anderson, does a promo, which was fine, nothing insulting or. Good or bad or anything like that. Uh, he teases the four horsemen thing where he scratches his neck with the, the four fingers and he scratches his chest with the four fingers. Um, teasing a four horseman. And he also talks about how is he still in the elite? You know? Is he still in the nightmare family? You know? Is he going to join or create a new faction for himself? You know? With him and Brit um, Spears and, all, and whoever else. Um... I like that little teasing little building up to a future storylines and stuff like that um, and then they announce that he gives the, the mic to um, Arn Anderson 
and where he emphatically announces uh, his the next challenger, which is they give a video package to Ricky Starks, the absolute. Um, and it was a great video package. Ricky Starks um, is great on the mic. Uh, if you watch NWA and you've seen this guy's run on the, with the TV title and stuff like that, you know this guy's charisma personified. Um, and he he basically made the most out of his time in NWA. Um, it made himself a star. And he did a great, it was a good little video package of him. And then uh, he comes out. And he has a great fucking match with Cody. I fucking love this. Um, I, you, I, I think a lot of people think of Ricky Starks as like a high flyer guy, and he's not that. He's a wrestler, wrestler, right? Yeah, you know? like Cody or some shit. And I think these two meshed well, very, very well. Um, I four snarked it, um, and I thought he came out looking like a superstar. He came out looking like a superstar, and then soon after this, it gets announced that Ricky Starks is AEW. So I thought that was good. Good for him. You know, he made the best out of his situation and stuff like that out of NWA. Decided not to sign with NWA and now he's 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 reaping those rewards. So hopefully um, we see more of him. Um, after this, we get the Bucks over the Super Bad Squad. Um, and I like this match too a lot. At three three and three quarters. Um, I don't like the name Super Bad Squad. Thought that was, and they changed the name from last week. Last week they were calling them the Super Bad Death Squad. Now they don't exist now, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought the I thought this match was fun, a lot of fun. Uh, Butcher and the Blade. I don't like their their ringside attire. You know when they're in the audience when they're not wrestling. Uh, primary for one thing, they look like painters. Or they, work, or they work in a bakery, as they said, as Jericho said, as, as the commentator Yeah, said. yeah, that was funny. Yeah, they look like they work in a bakery, or they look like painters, or why are they coordinating? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, 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 that's for white, you know? And they look like hipsters. They look like hipsters, yeah? Uh, so I'm not enjoying their out of the, the wrestling, the non-wrestling attire. I'm just don't like it. But they came in to try to interfere, but then FDR comes in to to help out the Bucks, and they're like, "Hey, you know, no one touched each other." Um, Nick did an awesome hot tag, where Matt tags him in, and then Nick just explodes with action. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, there was another great spot where I've never seen this before: uh, a super kick driver, where where they. I forgot how they did it, but they got um, Jimmy Havoc in the position of a tombstone, like inside on with Kip holding Jimmy Havoc somehow, and then they super kicked um, his legs, like short super kicks on yeah, yeah. Kip Saving's legs, forcing him to do a pile driver on Jimmy Havoc. I thought that was super fucking clever, um, but yeah, I gave this match three and three fourths. It was a lot of fun, and then there was of course. All, you know they're they're doing really big things with their tag division right now. So there, this was just some of that just building up where they, you know, FTR comes and Super Basquiat's in. There's a big pull apart situation going on here. Um, then after this, we go. They do a Taz and Cage promo, which I loved until Cage starts talking. Uh, 
Cage is not a Cage is not a talker. Uh, he wasn't insulting here. It wasn't like horrible or anything like that. But he feels like who was that guy Tyson fought? I forgot his name. Uh, I think it was an Italian kid. All right. He sounded like an idiot. Ah, oh, fuck. Doesn't matter. Anyway. But he, yeah, he sounded like that guy. Um. And uh, yeah, but Moxie was the one who talked more here. Uh, and Moxie do, did pit, like fix some of the stuff Cage was saying. Like Cage you mean goes Taz. What did I say? Moxie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Taz. Twice. Sorry. Yeah, Taz did fix like or pick up where Cage was like. Because once Taz gave it to Cage to talk, Cage was just, he had everything he wanted to say, and he tried to say it all at the same time. You know, he's like, I, I want to destroy him. I don't know what I want to do more, take his title away or power drive him, you know? Maybe I want to do both. Like, he just wanted to say everything all at once. Like, he's stupid talking super fast. And then Taz comes in, and he's like, yeah, I can tell you probably gonna destroy him because you, you, the way you sound right now, you're super fucking excited. You know, like you know, he kind of right. explains it away. Um, so I did appreciate that. I'm loving Taz's promos here. Um, so I think they go to commercial right after that, uh, and then Moxie does a promo, which I thought was really good. Um, nothing to write home about, but I thought it was a good promo. Um, and then after this, they go to Brit in the dumpster. Um, which was a better bit than the other company did on a dumpster. Um, uh, where we have Reba going out looking for Britt Baker, trying to find her, and they find her in the dumpster, and she has like a uh, like a banana peel on her head and everything, and she's angry, and uh, I just like how she's talking trash. She's treating Reba like shit, like trash, while she's in trash. I thought that was like a good justice position there. Um, and then she's yelling, and I thought Reba was great here, as that 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 um that whimsical assistant, um. And the they did this one little thing. That Britt Baker did, that this is the reason why this was all like worked for me. Like normally something like this would be like kind of garbage, but Britt Baker did this one little thing where she acknowledged the cameraman. So when she goes to Reba, like, why are these guys here? Why are there lighting here? Why are they here? Which kind of goes through the whole thing that Tony Khan said early when this whole started, where he doesn't want the invisible camera to be around, like right. as if they're just recording a movie. You know, and Britt Baker acknowledged it. She, she's like, why are these camera people here? And then she's like, since you're here, let me give a message to Swole. And then she talks about, you know, Swole, and they're keeping on. I'm wondering what they're doing with this, because it's still going to be a while before she can wrestle, you know? And so I'm wondering, like, how is Reba going to be wrestling Swole or something like that? Um, so I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering how long they're going to do this storyline before they can't, you know, or it just goes long in the tooth. Um, I do think that Swole stole the, the cart because you don't see the cart. And, I, and this was the Rolls Royce. I think it's going to be turned into the Swole's Royce. And she's gonna be the swole model. Uh, but yeah, so I, I I'm loving Britt Baker's work here. I think she's doing really good work. Has the 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 comedic heel shit. Um, oh, what did you think about Rick, Ricky Starks and Cody? It was good. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it yeah. though. Um, I do like how this opens the door 
for other com competitors from outside. Yeah. You know, we're going to see NXT guys here eventually. Yeah, which is good. And the not NXT guys, but those let-goes from NXT right. will probably be here soon. Um and it's going to be sooner than we thought apparently because they only have 30 days non-compete. Okay. The the if they're on the main roster it's like 90 days, but NXT guys got the 30-day non-compete. So we're going to see them sooner probably if they, you know, if they do it. Um What's my next thing? So after Britt Baker uh, in the dumpster, Rebo's great. She acknowledges the lighting crew, the film crew. Great. Uh, next match, we have the best friends over, wins over the Les Sex Gods. Um, the one thing I didn't like about this match was they went to commercial when Jericho comes out during the whole song bit. I was like, that's the best bit for Jericho, and then they they went to commercial over it. Um, but other than that, uh, it was a good match. I liked it a lot. That three and three quarters it. Um, during this match, you the the Lesex gods is Jericho and um, Sammy Guevara. During this match, you had Matt Hardy in commentary because he's having he's having some type of feud trying to mentor Sammy Guevara type of situation here. Um, they're going to fight next week, I believe. And he said that he's going to let um, Sammy choose the version that he wants to fight of Bat Hardy because he has this gimmick where he's different versions of himself whenever he wants. The version that was talking here was the unkillable Matt Hardy. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so this match goes on. Um, there's an in interference that looked like they got caught up with the cameraman uh, and then the cameraman turns out to be Arns Cassie so best friends win and then Arns Cassie comes out takes off the mask because they wear a mask in this company here um, takes off the, the medical mask and they puts down the camera a nice little touch here um, Arns Cassidy was wearing Chuck Taylors uh, in uh, at, at the sneakers yeah um little call to his his partner um and then he proceeds to be serious uh Ars Cassidy and he fights with um Jericho and stuff like that um really good I loved it a lot um yeah and that's it that's how my show ends next week the what we have on store is a lumberjack match between Luchasaurus and Wardlow uh continuing that little feud uh, FTR versus the Natural Nightmares. That should be good. Moxley is in action, they say, in a singles match. And then we have a tag match with Coke Banner, which I yeah I didn't get back to. Uh, apparently, it was a contract for him to team with Brody Lee, and he's going to be fighting against Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Um, and this is all next week so far. One thing they haven't announced here is a TNT title for next week. I think they'll wait until the last second they do it. You think it's going to be another surprise? Probably. Or they'll do something with in-house? Probably. I don't know. I think it'll be in-house. Because all the other ones they announced beforehand. Like, after yeah, Jungle Boy, we knew Mark Quinn was going to be next. We didn't know, obviously, we didn't know Ricky Starks. I mean, we did because they, they talked about it. But uh, they didn't announce it, you know? Right. Until it happened. 
So I'm wondering, oh yeah, so maybe it might be a surprise guy. Um, so that's next week. My match of the night was hard to choose. I, I, I can't, it's either that opener, which was a great tag match, or, or the, the, the Cody versus over Starks. I'm going to choose Cody versus Starks. I love that match. And, uh, yeah, that's my match. Right. And overall, I, I'll give it to Cody versus Starks as my overall. All right. Cool. What's your overall? Uh, I'll probably go with you. Cody versus uh, yeah. Starks? Yeah, probably. Cool. Um, show overall? What, what, what do you say first? I say AEW. I just like how they were just setting up a lot of things. Um... A lot of women stuff in this episode too, which I enjoyed. You know, a lot of different feuds they were building up. They talked about Sheeta versus Penta before. They talked. They did the Britt Baker and Swole, um, the Anna Jay and Abaddon. Abaddon, they did. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of things they set up here, especially for the women. I thought that was enjoyable. I don't know what my show tonight was. They were both good, but neither one of them blew me away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you just said it. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. Give it. Just hard choice. Do it. It's okay to like NXT. I, I, I won't hold it against you. No, I don't know. I man. won't hold it against you. I'll judge you, but I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> I don't... I, I... Make the choice. I... The choice. This week I can't. Make the choice. I can't decide. I mean, they're both okay. Bouchon was more okay to you. And that's the thing I should explain more. I, I think we should explain it every week more often. This started out for us as like the the gimmick of AW versus NXT, right. you know? And we used to, remember we used to keep track of the right. scores and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, that's not what it's about anymore. It's we're reviewing it. And I'm not trying to convince you to like AEW. I'm trying... I want to hear you tell me why NXT is better. Because I know you enjoy NXT more. And you're not alone. You know? Right. So I... I'm... I like hearing why you enjoy NXT more. You know? And sometimes it changes my thought. You know? You know, I've come on here and be like, yeah, NXT was better. You know? So... So now, tell us, tell us, which was better? Which was better? I mean, I'll give it to AEW this week, but only because NXT had a lot of weird shit going on this week. I hope they start, like, stop doing that. Yeah. Because that's, that's, I, that, I hate that stuff. You, you know, I'm, I'm no fun. Yeah. Well, you're not the only one. I mean, I thought that, that everything was just fucking stupid <laughs> like that, that psychiatrist thing with UE and stuff like that was like 2007 DX yeah you know like they did a gimmick like that right yeah something like that but I mean yeah I mean I'll give it to AEW this week only because NXT had a lot of crappy moments yeah so yeah that that's all I can say agreed because AEW is the best show out there sorry Sorry. Whatever. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, 
Uh, before I let John wrap it up real quick, just remember we have our merch table. So go to thesmarkygeeks.com and uh, click on the merch table tab and support the show if you want. Just keep that in mind. It's only if you want. You don't have to. You're not forced to. And and just listening to our show is all the support we can really ask for. Um, but if you're inclined, if you got the, uh, the ducats for it, put in for sure. You know, you know, buy a shirt. They're kind of cheap. Twenty dollars. You know, stuff like that. Uh, and and buy a shirt. And uh, there'll be more waves of shirt coming out soon. So just keep an eye on that. All right. Don't forget, guys. As always, please keep it in. Sweet.